Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Gentler Podcast. This is Maya, and this is the fourth or fifth time that I have tried to record this episode. I am determined to make this one the last. So let's go ahead and get into some pluses and deltas. So for pluses this week, um, I just got back to my apartment and I am super excited not only just to be at home and be in my own space where, you know, I decide what's in the refrigerator and what gets made for dinner and who's around, all of that. The Wi-Fi is strong and I'm the only one using it. But also, I for 2020, I really want to spend time in making my home feel like a home um from may until december not only i mean buying like apartment stuff costs money and that was definitely a part of why i didn't completely dive in but i also think there was just kind of like some fear in getting settled and not you know you don't want i don't know what would have happened but you don't want to get settled and start really enjoying something and have it taken away from you and I think whenever you like I haven't I haven't really grown up with a space that felt exactly like my own so it was a very new and foreign feeling to me Um, and I take home very seriously so I didn't want to be disappointed but one of my goals for 2020 is to really just dive in and create a space that feels like an oasis and that I really genuinely enjoy being in over anything else so I made sure to have my packages delivered on the day I would get here. Still waiting on a couple of things, but I'm almost completely done with decorating my apartment. I'm really, really excited about how it's turning out. The last thing I need to do is design some artwork to put on my walls. I was gonna, I was looking around and I did find a lot of artists I really enjoyed, and maybe I'll put that like on my personal Instagram account, um, showing showing some of those artists off. But I thought it might be really cool to try making my own artwork and have it printed. Um, I really love illustration and stuff, so I'm giving that a shot, and if it doesn't work out, then I know who else I can buy from, but I'm going to try it at least first. So, Deltas. With all of these new things came a ton of boxes that I have nowhere to put, and I don't want to get rid of them because I'm probably going to need them at some point, and just trash, and just clutter. My apartment's a mess. I just got back here last night, and I didn't leave it in exactly the state I wanted to return in. mainly because I knew I was getting new things like I did all of my laundry and I'm really appreciative of that thank you past Maya um but I didn't put the clothes away because I knew I would be getting like hangers and the dresser set and stuff and they had to be put away again so I just kind of left them folded up on the couch did fold them so that was good but it's just clutter it's just clutter everywhere I gotta get rid of all this plastic and stuff but that can all be taken care of I have a ton of stuff to do to get ready for this new year of Gentler. Um, I have some really big plans, and I feel good about them because it's so early, so I just have to stay on track. And that's, you know, the same with any goal. So I'm excited, and you all will see soon. But we can go ahead and get into this week's episode. All right, so this week's episode was originally going to be the start of a series I'll be introducing um, called Navigating Therapy, but I thought since we are in this accidental season two, and I say accidental just because I didn't plan on exactly doing a season two, not, no, that's not true. I planned on doing a season two, I didn't plan on it being now, I didn't know when the right moment was to kind of break away from season one and go into season two, but I figured with the start of the new year, 
it'd be a great time. So I went ahead and did it like that. Um, and so I figured, I don't think I've talked about just defining self-care for myself. So I thought this would be a great way to introduce the new season of Gentler. Um, and, you know, it's still pretty early in the podcast, so I thought it'd be a good way to to kind of do it. And, you know, who knows, like maybe with each season, I'll do an episode like this and kind of revisit what self-care looks like for me. So I want to emphasize before we get into this, that self-care looks different for everyone. What is self-care for me might not be self-care for you and vice versa. And with that, self-care is different for yourself moment to moment. Like, I mean, what what was self-care for you growing up might not be self-care for you now. And what self-care for you now might not be self-care for you three years from now. And even, you know, not even thinking that largely, what was self-care for you yesterday in a certain moment might not be self-care for you right now. So the way that I navigate that and try to figure that out is getting to know myself and I really have to be in tune with the way, like my patterns, the way that I navigate situations, my goals and needs and desires so that I know why I'm acting in a certain way and I know am I re- you know if I'm really practicing self-care or if I'm kind of you know self-medicating in a way. Um, for example, I am really bad about perfectionism and because of that procrastination. So, you know, maybe I have a big project coming up or I know I really want to launch something for Gentler and I know what I need to launch, but maybe it's scary. Maybe I'm going to be divulging an information that I'm not ready to share or that doesn't, you know, that scares me a little bit. And I might tell myself, oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about this week on the podcast. Like, I need to just take some time and get inspired and figure it out. Like, I'm going to watch some of my favorite shows on Netflix and just get inspired. And that sounds good, but since I know myself and I know that maybe whatever type of content, whatever launch I'm trying to get away from will really challenge me in a really good and meaningful and powerful way, I'm just afraid of that and I'm procrastinating and that's what it is. But that might not be true for you. You might really need to binge something and it might not be true for me in another situation. Like maybe... I mean, we'll go into examples a little bit later, but basically you have to know who you are so that you can know how you act. And there are a lot of ways that you can do that. Um, If you're looking to just jump in right now, I really suggest journaling. I love journaling. I love like doing free writing, but also doing journaling prompts because they make me dive into areas of life and all of that, that maybe I wouldn't on my own, um, things that I don't really feel like talking about all the time or thinking about, but that I need to so that I can get to know myself a little bit better and I can become more familiar with who Maya is. And I talked about a lot of this in the Benefits to Journaling episode. So if you want to know more about why I like to journal, um, I would check that one out. Pinterest has great journaling prompts. Um, If you're a member on Pinterest, just search journaling prompts. And there are a lot of like monthly themes and stuff. Um, Ooh, that came out kind of weird. But anyway, a lot of monthly themes that are really helpful. Um, We also do Gentler Journaling. And I'm saying we now because Gentler is now a team. I'm not going to get too much into that. But when I say we, I'm not just talking about me and Casper anymore. I'm talking about me and someone else and Casper. 
So, but anyway, Gently Journaling is a program that we offer. First month is free. You get um, journaling prompts and affirmations sent to your phone as a text message in the morning or evening, your choice. And then after that, after that first month, it's just $5 a month. So, you know, if journaling, if getting to know yourself is a priority, I think you'll make it happen. So, if you're not really into journaling or if you want something more, therapy is also a great option just to kind of get to know yourself better. Um, maybe seeking out coaching. I don't know how you all feel about life coaching and all that. I've never tried it, but you know, I won't knock it. Um, Self-help content, whether that be books or videos or other podcasts, just anything. Um, What you really want to do is kind of, you want to get familiar with yourself as you would a friend Um, and, you know, ask yourself what your goals are, what you want to accomplish in this life. Even if you don't know, just total like full scheme of what your purpose is and what you want to accomplish and leave as a legacy. I mean, at least know like something that you might like to do in January, something that you might like to do for 2020, even if it's just one thing. One of the journaling prompts I sent last week was, if you could only accomplish one thing in 2020, what would that be? And as you write that, hopefully you're understanding that if you do nothing else, this is something that you can devote energy into, even if it's just you want to go to the gym once a week for the whole year. That's it. That's fine. So then you know what that goal is and you can know whether or not the self-care that you choose is aligned with that goal. Even if it doesn't directly feed into that goal, it can still be aligned and help you get in a better state to accomplish it. So how do I define self-care? To me, self-care is anything that improves my mental or emotional state. So, like I said, you have to be really in tune with your needs and desires because sometimes that's going to be a short-term improvement and sometimes it's going to be a long-term improvement. And a way that I think through it, I have this kind of like mental flow chart. So, if I'm feeling a feeling, which we always are feeling something, even if we can't define it, we always have a feeling And like I said, like, I'm going to keep saying, like, you have to know yourself because it's going to be so important. You can't live for yourself. if You don't know who you are. And we never, like, I I don't think we truly, well, I I won't say that. I don't know exactly who I am at this point, but I'm learning every day and I am very familiar with Maya. If I am upset, if I act out in a certain way, I know why I did it, whether it was right or wrong. I understand why I did it and how I got to that point and how to prevent it in the future. And that's what's important for me. So my self-care flowchart, I ask myself, how am I feeling? And then with that, why am I feeling that way? And once I can kind of put that into words, I move to the next thing, which is how do I want to feel? And I guess you could flip these two, it doesn't really matter, but you just need to be able to tell where you are and where you want to be. And so after that, I ask myself, what do I need? So knowing how I feel and how I want to feel and how I got there, the why, I can figure out what the, what do I need? And then the last thing that I ask myself is how can I give that to myself? How can I fulfill that need for myself? So if you're confused, that's fine. I will go into a quick example. So let's say I come home on a Friday night after work and I am exhausted and my head hurts super badly so I'm kind of thinking on the physical realm I have a headache and then 
on the mental, emotional, whatever, I am tired, I'm exhausted, I'm worn out, I don't feel like doing anything, I don't feel like talking to anyone. Why? Well, maybe I had a long day at work. Maybe I didn't drink any water. I know that a lot of times I get really bad headaches if I haven't had enough water to drink. I know that if I don't balance out my work responsibilities, I feel extremely burnt out by the end of the day. I know that scheduling a lot of meetings on a Friday really leaves me exhausted, so I try not to do that. So, I come up with all these whys, and you know, I, re- I reflect on what happened and recap on the day. And so then once I know that, you know, I think of how I would like to feel. I would like to feel rejuvenated. I would like to feel restful. I would like to feel physically better and not have a headache and feel a little bit more physically comfortable. So what do I need? I probably need rest. I probably need water. I probably need a nice healthy dinner, maybe some soft pajamas and a clean bed to get into. So that's me taking care of myself. And in that situation, maybe I do need to sit down and just watch some Netflix. Binge watch some YouTube vlogs that I didn't have time to look at over the week. Maybe I need to just attend to my short-term self because I feel really bad. In a way that is, I mean, like I said, this is what works for me and what I've learned about myself. When my emotional and mental state has spilled over into the physical that's when I know I probably need to focus on the short term. So I say a lot on like my social media and on the podcast that self-care has to be more than face masks and bubble baths. But what I try to emphasize is that those things are still useful. There's a time and place for everything. You might see me sharing a post on my stories saying self-care for the night and I have a face mask on and I'm drinking tea or something and watching YouTube. That doesn't mean that I'm neglecting all of the other self-care elements and that I don't believe that self-care is still messy. That's still something that I believe in wholeheartedly, but it's messy because sometimes it's confusing and sometimes you don't know what is self-care and what isn't. You don't know exactly what you need, but I know that when me being mentally exhausted, me being emotionally drained has translated into me being physically in pain, whether that be a headache or my back hurts because I haven't been focusing on being comfortable, anything like that, that's when I like to try to tend to my short-term self. So like I said, maybe Netflix, maybe just lying down in bed, maybe going to bed early and, you know, if I had plans that afternoon, sending a cancellation text, whatever. So second example, let's say after that Friday night, you know, I, I went to bed early, I had a really good meal. I, you know, maybe I went ahead and Uber Eats because I didn't feel like making a meal, but maybe I Uber Eats something healthy, you know, who knows? And I had rest. That Saturday morning, I feel great. I feel rejuvenated. I feel incredible. That does not mean that you need to neglect self care because for me, the ultimate goal of self care is to feel good all the time. And, and that's not possible, obviously. You can't feel good 24 7 in. You know, I I can't feel good 24-7. But the goal is for you to get to your highest self and for you to constantly be finding ways to get to that point quicker. So that's that's how self-care functions for me a lot of the time. Like I said, raising my mental and emotional state. 
So even though I feel really great on this Saturday morning, that doesn't mean I don't need to do self-care because I want to continue this. I want this feeling to carry on throughout the entire day to set the tone for the week. I want it to be my intention. I want it to be my 2020. I want to be able to capture this feeling and take it with me everywhere. So same process. How do I feel? I feel great. I feel amazing. I feel rested. I feel rejuvenated. I feel energetic. How do I want to feel? I want to continue feeling this way. Um, so what do I need? I need to find ways to stay in tune with my highest self and to continue to cultivate my happiness. And I also need to find ways to take it and sprinkle it on everything else. So maybe I still watch YouTube videos because I really want to and I really want to continue feeling good. But I also start introducing something else. And I start tending to my long-term self. So before I was focusing on short-term, and now I'm focusing on long-term. So I like to think of this as preparatory self-care. These are things that you can do when you feel really good and you feel really energetic that help you to get to that point um, in the future. So examples of that. Maybe when I'm feeling really empowered about my finances, I sit down and I make a budget so that when I get to a month where maybe I have a little bit of an emergency, I already was preparing for that and that possibility and I don't have to stress about it. Or maybe going back to my first example, when I come home really, really tired and I don't feel like cooking anything, back when I was feeling good and practicing long-term preparatory self-care, I cut up some vegetables that I got and did a little bit of meal prepping so that I cut down my cook time like by half or whatever and I don't have to order Uber Eats. Or maybe, and I mean, all, all these examples hopefully are helping you understand that there's so many ways you can do this. Maybe instead of meal prepping, maybe I set aside an extra $10 because I found an extra 10 bucks, And I said, you know what? Next time you want to eat out, this is what you can use. And it's outside your budget. There's so many ways you can practice long-term preparatory self-care. Um, eating and drinking healthy. Getting your clothes out for work the night before. Going to the doctor regularly and handling all those appointments so that you know what you're dealing with before it gets too bad. Cleaning up after yourself and doing a deep clean of your space so that you don't have to come home after a long day to a totally messy apartment or you don't have to come home from a two and a half week trip to clothes everywhere like me. Creating sinking funds for fun stuff and I have a whole episode on sinking funds and if you're interested in knowing what that is and how to do all of that then I would suggest you listen to that episode. There's so many ways that you can take care of yourself and so many things that I consider to be self-care that maybe didn't feel good, maybe didn't cause me intense happiness as I was doing it, but I went ahead and embarked on it because I felt really good. And I was feeling good about myself, and I said, you know what, Maya, you deserve to spend, you deserve to have someone spend this time on you, focusing on you, because at the end of the day, it's for you. So it also kind of plays into it. How, how do you tell? So I, I gave a lot of examples and some of them were conflicting. You know, do you, when you're feeling really good, do you meal prep or do you set aside $10 to buy Uber Eats or whatever? I don't think the world will cr come crashing down if you do either. But a way that I really, you know, can differentiate between those things is, like I said, thinking about my goals, I really want to achieve financial freedom this year. So I'm more likely to do the meal prepping option just because if I find an extra $10, I want to go into my savings account. But 
if you want to spend more time doing other things and, you know, you feel like you're good on your finances and all of that, that might not be a priority to you and that's totally fine. Self-care is about yourself and that is the most important thing. If I had some celebratory music, I would play it right there. You have to know what you need and that's going to take work and that is such an ultimate form of self-care like doing that work to figure out who you are and what you need from yourself and it might be hard simply because no one has invested that energy into you no one has invested that time into you before and not because they didn't love you necessarily but because other things were going on and maybe you weren't the, the only priority I wouldn't even say the top priority but maybe you weren't the only one who grew up in a big family and there were a lot of kids, you can't, you know, it's hard to be angry about those sorts of things. But now that you can focus on you, make yourself that priority. Even if you aren't your only responsibility, I'm really lucky. I don't have any kids. I don't have any real responsibilities outside of myself. But even if you do have children or dependents or you have someone else that's depending on you or other responsibilities, you still have to understand, we hear this all the time, you can't pour from an empty cup. You taking care of yourself helps you to take care of those other people even better. When you get a handle and a grasp on your finances, you can give a little bit more. When you take your health into account, you can be around longer for everyone else. And it's, I mean, it's, it's easier said than done, and I know that. But at least take time to figure out what those goals are. And if you could have everything in life that you wanted, what would you have around you? And the more you take time to devote to that, the more that you start to realize that you deserve that. And that is the most important thing, I think. So, with all of that, I'm going to go ahead and bring the episode to, an, to a close. If you heard something useful, please share it in a screenshot, send a text message, do whatever. If you're listening to this on Apple Music, or no, Apple Podcasts, please, please, please take a few minutes just to rate the podcast and leave a review. That makes it a lot easier for people to find it and for people to support the podcast. Um, and as always, please, please, please continue taking care of yourselves. And yeah, yeah, I guess I'll talk to you soon. Follow us on Gentler. No, oh my gosh, I'm tired, y'all. Follow us on Instagram at gentlerpod, G-E-N-T-L-E-R-P-O-D, to get any other like updates and all of that. Um, we have some really cool things in the works that we share on Instagram. If you're in the D.C. area, then we have book club and other events. The self-care dinner party is just about sold out, but might be able to squeeze in somebody else. But anyway, with all of that, I will talk to you all soon. Have a great week. Bye.